This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast. 15 minutes where you can dive into the unforgettable, hilarious stories that are the essence of educators' lives in schools. On this episode, we welcome in Matthew Bowerman, educator, speaker, and heart leader. Matthew, I only have one question for you. Are you ready? Because here we go. All right, we are back for another episode of You Can't Make This Up. And we start almost our summer series, and I'm excited to still connect with folks. It's great to hear stories and to meet new people. I have a chance today to talk with Matthew Bowerman, who is a new author to the Codebreaker team. I've read some of the work that he's done in the past through theater. He's an Emmy Award winner and now an author, school leader, but I'm going to bring him on to talk a little bit about his educational journey and, of course, wrap this up with some incredible stories. And as a fellow elementary school leader or past for me, I've been out for the last five years, I know there's daily stories, so I can't wait to hear what, what Matt brings to the table. So, Matt, welcome into the podcast. Hey, thank you so much, Matthew. I really appreciate you having me today. So uh, for those of you who are, for those of our listeners who are just getting to know you, get to see some of the work you're doing, tell us a little about your educational journey, how you got to where you are. Sure. So um, I've been in education now for a little over 23 years. Um, I, I came to it being a professional actor, singer, dancer, um, and working in the, in the arts world. Um, and started my teaching uh, in middle school as an English uh, reading, like English language arts and reading and theater uh, teacher and director. And um, from there, it just kind of evolved. I, I did a lot of middle school and high school, um, ultimately taking on leadership positions in those, in those places and continuing to teach theater and uh, and dance and special education, um, a lot of different uh, areas. I really loved working in with, with students. And um, then over the last uh, about five and a half years or so, I've been involved in administration um, now in the, uh, from middle school and now on the ele elementary school level. Wonderful. And, and you've taken those talents and, and from what I hear and knowing your book has come out, you're very passionate about building relationships, very passionate about social emotional learning and getting to know students and teachers. And tell us a little about the upcoming book and why sure. it's called what it is. Sure, absolutely. Thank you. Um, I, I think probably first for me, uh, the, the gratitude has to kind of lead all of this. So, you know, in terms of uh, that, you know, really grateful to, to Codebreaker and uh, Brian Aspinall and, and Daphne McMenemy um, for providing me this opportunity to uh, bring Heart Leader, which is the name of my book, um, to the world. And uh, I, one, once a while back, someone's like, you know, this is how you live and lead. You're, you're like a heart, you're like a heart leader, like you live with your heart. And I was like, well, you know, I am a very much a heart on my sleeve kind of uh, emotional man, husband, father, um, and teacher, and it just kind of all kind of came together in a beautiful way that I was like, well, it has to be Heart Leader. Um, and so the book really is a K to 12 for, for administration, of course, for those in positions of leadership, but also it applies to paraeducators, you know, teachers, anybody who finds themselves at one point or another leading something forward, carrying some message, some, some goal, some idea forward in the in the purpose and spirit of evoking change and creating impact. And so it's really all about um, 
understanding what it is to be a heart leader, how to define that in yourself, how to shape your work around that, and how to lead through a love lens. Um, and so the whole book is really about the spirit of that of that idea and implementing it um, through through the work of schools and communities. So I, I think just as much as one could apply it to parent and family engagement, one could also apply it to the boardroom. Um, I, I think, you know, like in big picture and apply it to, to office spaces and things like that too, because so much of the universe that I know you and I are involved in with, with school, community, data, assessments, internal, external measures, all these types of things, um, just like you know, in corporations, they get, get wrapped up in numbers and spreadsheets and, and, and organizational um, strategies. People often forget that one critical factor, which is human beings, people, which are at the core of all of our work, no matter what business you're in, no matter what environment you're a part of, no matter what community it is. And so I'm trying to get us back to really understand the, the depth of humanity and of people and really loving on people and loving them to their next best capacity and trying to help shape work around, around love lens, uh, you know, understanding. No, and that's so important. And as a, as a former male uh, elementary school teacher and, and, and principal, I know for a while that was something I didn't do because I wanted to be the man or the boss and really show them I was in, in control and, and lead with my, with my head and, 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 and it didn't work out. It wasn't one that I would say those were my successful years. And it wasn't until someone really close to me said, you have to show your personality a little more. You have to be vulnerable. You have to talk about your upbringing and being raised by your mom and different things. And, and I used to think that would make me feel weak. Like that, how's that going to make me a strong leader? And I'm really excited to see what you bring forth because I have a, obviously an emotional, personal connection from the work that I went through and, and it's wonderful and just how this profession has shifted so I'm, I'm thrilled to to have that as a book coming out especially as a, a teammate bringing that to the field so last question I'm going to put you on the spot if I came to your school right now and I asked one of your students is Mr. Bowerman a heart leader and why what would they say well, I guess it depends on what the, of the age of the child. Um, okay, I'll let you pick. The kindergarten and first graders might be like, well, he's so funny for, <laughs> he wears a superhero costume. He dresses nice. like, the, <laughs> like the Maryville Cougar. Um, and I think the joy in their faces and hearts, at least I hope, um, as a result of that, of that connection resonates with them and their families in a way that, that speaks to the heart leading. Um, I think my, my older students certainly uh, would speak to that um, because I, I try to always be present with them. Um, you okay. know, an effective administrator spends as much time with, with, their, with their staff and with their students as possible in the building, visible and present, emotionally accessible. And so I, I'd like to think, you know, as I continue to evolve and grow that, that I'm, I'm, I'm providing that in, in, in a resonating way. Awesome. And now the flip side of that, because you work with kindergartners and you work with younger students, I'm sure there's daily times where you just laugh or you go in your office, put your hands on something that makes you just kind of giggle or say, you can't make this up. And, and the, the back half of what we do here is share those stories because we have to stay connected. We have to laugh about some of the things and not take ourselves too serious sometimes. So, so Matt, I'd love to hear what you're bringing to the table today to have our audience shake their heads, laugh, and just say, you can't make this up. 
Absolutely. And, and, and I love, I love your podcast. And, and again, I'm grateful to you for the opportunity. I, I, as an artist and, and as an educator, I love stories. And as a heart leader, I'm always looking most to connect with stories. And so this definitely resonates with me personally, in terms of all the stories that uh, I have collected and, and that you've been a, uh, a part of hearing one from your other, other speakers as well. But I think one that I felt would be most, most helpful and and enjoyable with the with the title of this of this podcast. You can't make this up. Well, it's kind of hard to clean it up as well. Awesome. And, I love the elementary stories where we go down this road because it's just I, well, I've yeah, seen it. Know? And this I love hearing the stories in real time because I don't know what's coming. <laughs> this one and this road leads right down the bowl. Nice. So, um, I was uh, in a classroom doing an evaluation observation and I got the old walkie call. Um, Mr. Berman, you know, we need you down in room so-and-so. We have a situation. Okay, sure. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm thinking about what, what it might be, how I can help, what's going on. And I uh, come down the hall, um, and I think I'm first hit by the smell, maybe. <laughs> um, Fair enough. A pungent, a pungent odor. Um, and it kind of pervades the hallway there. And I see a staff member trying to help a young student um, about first grader, um, kind of half carrying, half walking down the down the hallway um, to get them towards the nurse's office, and um, they kind of just look at me like they need some assistance. And so I take a moment with the child to kind of check in right there at that spot to see if everything's okay. And I see a long trail from the classroom, about twenty feet down the hallway, um, where the child has had an accident, um, but not just maybe a run of the mill, you know. I had a few drips or I made a little bit of a mess in my underwear. This was, um, this he child marking the field, um, significantly painting it, you know, <laughs> in, in grand, grand, uh, you know, Michelangelo style brushstrokes um, okay. and, and had, and had tracked it in the classroom as well. And so, um, you could easily follow this trail um, from the footprints and the, and the smear and the mess that had painted the the floor um, and the child actually was what I, I just took the child at that point um, because I, I had a relationship with him. He knew me um, and I kind of continued the guiding moving down the hallways as, as sensitively and as quickly as I could and brought him to the bathroom. I went to get some, uh, uh, you know, got the nurse involved in what, you know, how we could help. And I, went to get some other materials for the child, some clothes, some other things. And when I had come back, another uh, staff member had tried to help. And people like at that point were kind of like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. And there, there was some <laughs> gagging going on. There was some, some wide-eyed wonder. My, my friend had taken off everything and had painted himself at that point. Oh, no. From the upper torso, hips, legs, fingernails, fingers, neck, um, it was uh, you know uh, a whole new look for him at that point. Wow, that's Just that's amazing, Mr. Barman. Look, look at me, and I was yes, look, look at you, um, <laughs> and at that point he just why why do I have why do I have poopies on me? And I was like. I don't know, buddy. I think you had an accident. Now we have to get you cleaned up. I think everything's going to be okay. Let me help you out. Right. Um, at that point, he felt like um, 
he wanted to like, you know, touch anything and everything. So <laughs> make I, sure, you know, gloved hands. I'm trying to help guide and navigate his hands because he, he also really wanted to have that body wanted to move. <laughs> that body wanted to move. And if he was ever, showing off his dance moves. Between oh you, right? yes. And if you've ever kept a blender on high speed and wanted to take the lid off while it was still yep. going. <laughs> That's what it was like. That was happening. Um, and so I was trying to control body and hands as safely as I could while also then beginning the process of not just cleaning, because of course, you know, things were drying that at that point too, trying <laughs> and gently scraping off this entire, um, you know, physical painting he had constructed upon nice. himself. <laughs> right. um, and when I say painted, I mean, he was, it, it was of uh, Herculean proportions that he had, uh, oh, he boy. had some serious stomach distress and he was really covered in it all over. I had to eventually stacks of paper towels in the sink and soap and water and wash him from head to toe. Um, okay. Well, I've got the parent on the, trying to get the parent on the phone. Like, I need to let you know about this. You know, your, your child, um, you know, is, has taken off everything and covered themselves and I'm cleaning them for you and getting them, you know, <laughs> get them back ready. ready. For school. And it was a good hour and a half of, uh, of adventure. Wow, that is uh, amazing. <laughs> Speechless. And I don't think that was a course in our administrative handbook. No. And you know, with all the hats all of us wear, I'm sure there are many, many stories out there. When we talk about having our hands in the work or being knee deep in the work. Yes. This, this, you were literally in the, you know what? I was right there in the, yeah. <laughs> wow, well, that is, that's commendable, first of all, as, as the leader be like, I'm just going to take this on. That's, uh, that's one for the, for the ages for sure. And it totally fits the, the name of the show. And again, it's the stories that someone who is in banking or business or something be like, what? That doesn't happen in education. Yeah, <laughs> happens more often than you think. And the amount of bathroom stories we've had in this show has been uh, remarkable, mostly for the elementary folks, thankfully. Uh, but it's just awesome. So Matt, thank you for, for jumping on, sharing a little of your story, sharing about uh, your book and your journey and your upcoming book. For those of you looking to find more out about you, where can they go? Oh, great. Um, thanks, Matt. So um, my Twitter handle is um, at MJ Bowerman, and that's B-O-W-E-R-M-A-N. Um, my new Instagram is um, uh, Mr. Lowercase M-R-M-J Bowerman, all lowercase. And my website is uh, www.matthewjbowerman.com. Awesome. And I'm going to throw all of that into the show notes. So check that out with Matthew's uh, bio and all the great things he've done. he's done. So Great success to you and, and congratulations on the, the signing and upcoming excitement. I hope you take some time for you this summer as we're recording this at the end of June and uh, look forward to, to connecting and, and having you part of all the great things that we do. Thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Thank all you. Right, thanks for jumping on. This is the You Can't Make This Up podcast brought to you by Anchor. Create, distribute, post your podcast 100% free at anchor.fm. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and review and share it with your friends. And remember, you don't have to be an educator to listen. Special thanks to Carl Hooker for his influence in getting me started on this project. 
Dr. Jeff Pritchett for introducing me to Anchor, and Christine Bravesi-Weinstein for writing the intro and outro to this podcast, and each and every guest who has shared a small snippet of their educational journeys with us and made us laugh out loud along the way. I'm Matthew X. Joseph, and this is the You Can't Make This Up Podcast.